I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to Shrine Podcast presents The Traitors. I'm Brendan. I'm Hannah. And I'm Rebecca. Well, the letter H hasn't seen a nation collectively jump off sofas, spill fizzy rosé and roar at the TV with such force since Ted, Kate and Steve were in the throes of Line of Duty. Jasitha Christie didn't win 95k, but he does hold the title of the single best player of the traitors we have yet seen. Molly, oh Molly, I fear I too could have and have been fooled by a charming man. And Harry, the OG, you won the lot. And best of all, a hug and a clink with our Claude. A special mention to the music directors who played a blinder the entire season, raising the tension and then hitting us right in the fields from the very start of the final episode. Hannah has all your thoughts and theories coming up, but first, Reb has your final recap. Take it away, bitch. Guys, how are we? What an unbelievable finale of The Traitors. The final episode of the series opens with some stunning scenery of the Scottish Highlands and some of the most iconic one-liners of the show. Paul just couldn't be my son, but Ross (laughs) is. Uh, Thirteen faithful have fallen, four traitors have been caught along the way and only two remain. There are five players left and the stakes couldn't be any higher. We are then at the breakfast table and people are really chilling out because there was no murder the night before. Uh, Jazz tells us that he's hoping to catch one more traitor. Claudia then arrives in a stunning tweed jacket that has the word traitors with the question mark printed on the back. Um, She says that they will be going on the mission of missions today and that the prize pot stands at just over 75k. Now, before they head off, um, Andrew and Harry enjoy a game of snooker and um, they're telling us kind of, you know, Andrew doesn't trust Harry, Molly's stressed Mm. and doesn't want to make the wrong decision and Evie is emotional because she knows that all eyes are going to be on her at the round table after the shield situation and after Jasmine turned out to be a faithful. Harry speaks to Jazz and uh, tells him that if Evie isn't a traitor then it's Andrew and Jazz tells us that he does have something on Harry but he doesn't know whether to bring it to the table while Harry says that he wishes that he and Andrew could win together but people are suspicious of Andrew. The lies out of that man. I know. He needs to think of a plan. Um, It is then mission time. And oh my God, I mean, even though it was thrilling mission, I was starting to fall asleep. There's something wrong with me when the missions are on. (laughs) But it is mission time. It's very intense. I would have been wrecked now having to do this mission and then having to do 17 round tables afterwards. Yeah. but yeah, I just be like, I'm wrecked. Just take the money. I'm spent. Um, a helicopter dramatically swoops in over the castle and it lands. Claudia pops out. She explains the mission and um, that they all need to get in then. And they experience the most stunning views. They're absolutely buzzing. They really they go got over the weather. The Oh my God, they did. But yeah. Jesus, didn't it take a turn at the end of the episode? <laughs> um, they see all of the stunning views. They're absolutely buzzing. They go over the sea and they land at the side of a cliff. And um, we see that there is a ship in the distance that looks like a pirate ship. It's the traitor's ship. So the mission is to find flags along the way and get to the boat in 60 minutes to stick up its sails. And there are detours along the way containing the prize money, 20k up for grabs. So if they win that, the final fund will just be uh, under 100k. This mission is 
so intense. They're walking over rock pools. It looks very slippy. I mean, the insurance must have been through the roof. They had to abseil down a massive cliff. Oh my God. They had to abseil down a full cliff, which I was just sick and looking at, like my legs were shaking looking at it. I think I would have had to have said the line from the wrong show and be like, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. I think I would have shat myself when I was told I had to abseil. I honestly couldn't cope. Guys, Andrew. I wouldn't have been able Andrew well, I was Andrew. Gangers. I would have been Andrew. I would have I been had Andrew. tears in my eyes. I would have been Andrew. I'm deadly afraid of heights. But you've got the full peer pressure of a full TV show. The whole team. Like the fact that the, the, the mission shouldn't happen if you don't throw yourself off a cliff. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Harry literally like fucked himself over the cliff. Like basically at the end. Yeah, so Molly, Evie... Molly, Evie and Jazz, they go first. Andrew, God love him, isn't feeling the May West. He's shook. He hates the heights. He actually gets stuck on the way down because his ropes are tangled up. And I was fully screaming at the TV. I was wide awake at this point being like, Jesus Christ, like, what the hell? I actually was like, that man's going to be stuck there. And there was no one around. A man did like like stick his head over the hilltop at one point. I was like, what the fuck? chaotic and then afterwards they're like oh god we're running out of time so Harry just like fucking legs it it was also unclear I don't know maybe they explained it to them more I was like do they have to swim to the boat I didn't know that they were going to get in a little dinghy I was like this is very stressful I I just can't believe and the cave element that you're about to talk about Reb I just can't believe they got the insurance for it I feel like nobody was like you shouldn't have just like that's not what the show is like it's a very different show that would make me not want to apply guys they they had to make bird calls in one of the episodes in a castle and just run around like this is just such a gear change compared to some of the others <laughs> like last week was it the Super Bowl and then death. they're there in a cave <laughs> ah, it was crazy um, the rock. I can't <laughs> I can't so they then uh, decide all to take the final detour in the challenge they follow a orange rope across a slippy rock into a cave Molly bravely uh, swims up grabs this golden pole yoke which I think there's a sail inside and then they all have to swim out of the cave with only 11 minutes to spare and the waves are crashing it's not just a little doggy paddle it's fully like oh dear god like shiver me timbers yeah oh my god so they do swim to a dinghy right because I was I actually there when I was watching it was thinking do they have to swim to that ship like that is insanity like that's actually crazy but they do swim to a dinghy they literally fuck themselves on top of it (laughs) and they get onto the dinghy, but unfortunately, the sea <laughs> is very rough and the seasickness begins. Harry flings himself, you know, onto it, no bother. But then he has to go to the vomitorium because like, he can't deal with the It was like cartoon style. It was like, like the noise it, of it. It was... What's terrific. So they then make it to the main pirate ship boat, which Claudia is waiting on, and they race to get the sails up in time. I was screaming here because uh, the two traitors are in a hoop. They have the seasickness, and it's the three faithfuls. It's Molly, Evie, and Jazz who have to take over, take control, and hoist the mast up. Um, and Harry does jump in at the end after he's getting sick or whatever, after his disco vom. Um, with just 20 seconds to go, the timing the again, up. it's all very fucking convenient, isn't it? <laughs> I, I believed it on this one though, Brandon, because an hour only, to do that was tough. If it was any other broadcaster other than the BBC, I'd be like, that's bullshit. But I kind of feel like they have such like rules and regulations that they can't be fooling the public. I don't know. Yeah, but that's only for competitions. Mm-hmm. They could, they don't have rules or regulations about how Jesus. they brought the clock down. When yeah. Andrew's yeah, it's not, it's not the nine o'clock news. Three hours. Yeah, I think okay. they can. I think they can embellish the truth slightly Fair, with okay, this. Okay. Do you know that way? <laughs> so, with just twenty seconds to go, they get the sales up, and twenty k is added to the prize pot. So the total is now just under hundred grand. I think it's ninety five k. Right, back to the castle. They're all in one jeep. I think it was all just one Jeep, yeah, yeah. which is mad. It hasn't mm. happened before. So they head back, right? And we see a few kind of ca- uh, chats between the contestants. They're sussing things out. A few talking heads now with their strategies. So Harry's like, I'm very close to the finish. He thinks that Jazz and Molly are on his side. Molly grabs Harry. She says she doubts over Jazz, but she'll be very happy if it's just her and Harry standing there at the end. And Jazz later joins their convo. Um, Harry's trying to push them to vote for Andrew or Evie as the final traitor. So Harry's already starting to make moves on Andrew. Andrew. Jazz tells us that Harry is so popular, he holds so much power, but he needs to question him and bring up that one thing, even if it backfires against him. So we know Jazz is about to pounce. Um, 
He then chats with Molly on his own and he says, listen, I'm going to bring up one question tonight and I need you to really look at the person that I'm asking the question to. I Andrew loved and Harry, that he said that. It was excellent. I know, but he, 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 I, I'm like, Jazz, this was your moment to kind of try to tell her before, to plant it even mm-hmm, sooner. I mm-hmm. feel like by the time he did it, it was, it was too late. It was so intense. They were so tired and wrecked. And Molly was just like so torn at that I point. I think he was afraid of giving wish... her the heads up because she's so infatuated with Harry that it might, he was I afraid know. it was going to fuck him over. Yeah. Fair. I know. It's, yeah, it's hard. It's hard you don't yeah. trust anyone, but then you know the truth. It's, oh. So, um, Andrew and Harry then have a private conversation and they're like, listen, we need to stick it on Eve and jazz mm. um, Harry's like I love Andrew but I gotta do what I gotta do and Andrew says you know they need to finish as a team because he looks stupid going up against Harry um, but Harry's like listen if I need to be the ultimate traitor I'll be the ultimate traitor and jazz wants to go with his gut so it is then time for the first round table strap in this is our Super Bowl if only faithfuls remain at the end they spit the prize pot if there are any traitors left they take it all but first it's time for a banishment so Evie starts straight away she brings up the night before and how she believes Zach's theory about the shields but that she's a faithful Jazz challenges her for going up against Jasmine because it was really like a Spider-Man meme it was either going to be Jasmine or um, Evie and that whole theory Molly brings up Harry getting the shield I kind of thought maybe Molly here was going to be like oh Harry got that shield like was he a traitor Mm. but Harry chimed in kind of being like well Molly saw me get that so you know she's not a traitor and she saw me win it fair and square like I'm not a traitor kind of thing Evie then brings up how Ross who we know was a traitor um, had voted for Andrew before he was banished and Jazz then finally decides to shoot his shot and question (laughs) Harry so Jazz says you know I trust Harry a lot we all do but He's been instrumental in catching every single traitor. But why was there this conversation between him and Paul a good while ago? So Jazz is like to Harry, did you have a conversation with Paul about how I was on to Paul being a traitor? So basically Jazz is like, Harry, were you and Paul both traitors together type of thing? Like he now, nailed actually, it. Was, he, had the, it's the, he had it exactly. He had it like and, completely right. Harry even admitted it. He was like, Jazz came at me with amazing suspicion. Yeah. And that yeah. moment where he was like, can I just ask a question? Because it looked for the longest time like he wasn't going to say it. I was like yeah. punching the air. It was yeah. so good. And only for like, Jazz saying this, I actually found this round table a little bit underwhelming. I was like, oh, it wasn't that heated or tense. Jazz was the only mm-hmm. thing that made this round table for me. Yeah. But I wish Jazz brought up a bit more kind of evidence here saying, Harry, you literally fucked Paul under a bus. You yeah. literally had all of the receipts and you went for him. He kind of was like, you've been instrumental in catching traitors. Did you have this one conversation yeah. with Paul? I think he and wanted to go for him, but like was like half afraid sure. in a way. Yeah, he I was know. just afraid he was going to get himself banished, I think. Yeah, he was sort yeah. of trying to tread the line. Yeah, true. Um, I think as well here that like the convo with Paul, Harry does lie and say, oh, I don't remember having that conversation with Paul. Like, I mean, Paul was probably just trying to fuck all of us under the bus and plant seeds Mm. and he was chucking all these names out. But he does seem very calm. But we know by watching Harry, like this is the first time he's been shaken and he says he's seriously underestimated jazz. It's then time to vote it kind of ends abruptly there. There wasn't enough time to talk really. I mean, maybe there was more and it was edited or whatever. But Andrew goes for Evie. Evie votes for Andrew. Jazz says Evie as well, as does um, Harry and Molly. So Evie is banished. She gets up. She says she's had an amazing experience. She wishes everyone luck and she reveals that she is a faithful. So Claudia chimes in and she's like, right, if you believe that there are only faithfuls left. You can end the game. And Harry kind of comes in here and says, oh, you know, what if we're all faithfuls? Like, what if that's that's it now? So there's a bit of a break then. And Andrew tells us how he doesn't trust Harry and that he's never let anyone walk over him in his life and he's not going to start now. Meanwhile, Harry and Molly are in cahoots, obviously, again. And Harry's like, listen, there's one traitor left and I think it's Andrew. So... He just keeps having the same defence all the time. Says he doesn't know what the word elusive means and that's kind of <laughs> it. Um, it's crunch time. Andrew's sitting down with Jazz and Andrew now is trying to plant the same seed to Jazz. What about Harry? He's like, he's cocky and I kind of see where you're coming from with all that. He's never been questioned. Um, Jazz is very suspicious too about this and he's like, hang on, like is Andrew a traitor as well? Because they, he's now going for Harry or yeah. the two of them traitors. 
And guys, the weather has taken a turn. I say it was a red weather warning. God, um, a storm is raging fab, outside. Though. So beautiful. Was it? Yeah. It was amazing. So a storm rages outside and I actually was very sad about this because basically the round table was in the room. And last year, I was trying to remember when it was outside, I think last year the contestants threw their own ceremonial pouches into they the did. fire pit. Yeah, so obviously for fire safety reasons they weren't exactly. allowed to do that indoors. And also, did you nice. notice that when the ceremonial pouches glow the colours that they're meant to, there was just a colour gradient over the screen? <laughs> like, I, I don't think there's a lot of ceremonial pouch action happening inside. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'd say the producers. Is there are not up a in chemical arms. in the pouch that changes that? No, I don't know if you're allowed to it? use that in a room because the whole <laughs> the whole screen, including like Claudia's okay. arm and the whole table, goes red, okay. and they're just Fair. like, yeah. I think someone in the wings the is like, ventilation. it's red. There's no ventilation. No. Like I haven't seen a vent in that room. There's no open doors. <laughs> oh my god! And also, I do think it might have always been a color grade, but maybe that's just me being. We were I mean, blown I don't away know. Maybe last it did year, change colour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was originally, and then now I was like, I think there's a chemical in the pouch. I'm sticking with that. Though. I'm imagining like yeah, billowing smoke last year that definitely didn't happen this year. The fact that they were even allowed to bring the fire pit inside, I'd say, was a stretch on all of the policies yeah, that they yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. So. Guys, I'd say there were killings behind the scenes being like, someone would get us a little mini barbecue. War. Like, what? Are we going to The little tinfoil tin tray you get that you do the sausages on. <laughs> Some poor runner Literally. crying in the queue. <laughs> oh my God, I wouldn't say there's a local, like, you know, Tesco Express no. inside around that that, no, that helicopter was um, brought back. So... Right. It's also now sorry, time. really quickly on the helicopter. There's no way. I feel like last season as well. I don't think Claudia gets on that helicopter because the shot is always her just getting out of the door, but you don't actually see her in it in the sky. I think she's just like, I'm not getting in that, but I will step out of it and make it look like I was on it. And how has Harry no, never been in a helicopter? Like, I'm not going to judge the arm. How does he build them? And he's never been in one. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I know it a mechanic a who can't drive. No, of one. Well, then I stand corrected. Thank you. Sorry, Rebecca, please go on. <laughs> um, so Jazz kind of says before the next big dramatic bit starts, he's like, I don't actually want to be standing there with anyone at the end. I actually just don't trust anyone. I need to stick with my gut. So buckle up, guys. It's end game time. And I am dead that the weather was so bad because I just was stressing about the ventilation. This is it, though. The game is now in their control. They can all decide whether they want to end it. Um, If they're all faithful, they can split the prize pot. And if any traitor remains, they take it all. And out come the ceremonial pouches. One says end game. The other one says banish again. And if the fire burns green, it means end game. If it burns red, then the four will banish again. And we find out straight away that Jazz does want to banish again. The same with Molly and Andrew who Andrew immediately goes for Harry here. Now, this is just when you're like, well, I'm fucked. So I have to just like go for it and just just absolutely implode, basically. So Andrew was like, listen, I'm gone for Harry. Harry's a traitor. He's been one since the start. He's led us all step by step. And Harry just says, that was random. (laughs) So random. Oh my god! I do love the way he didn't react too much, though, yeah. because I'd be like, "Fuck you!" You know what I mean? So the fire pit go flying. It would. They all vote to banish. Um, Molly goes for Andrew. Andrew goes for Harry. Harry goes for Andrew. Uh, Jazz goes for Andrew too. And Andrew reveals that he is, in fact, a traitor. And afterwards, he tells us, you know, there were no hard feelings. He thinks that he couldn't really convince Jazz or Molly either way. Oh, god, mm. and um, yeah, yeah. He was like, I just felt like it was just, yeah, I couldn't convince There was convince no them about convincing it. Molly, like, for anyone in this situation. No, that needs no. to be studied. And it, yeah, it does. It does. Um, we've all been there, though, haven't we? <laughs> we Girl, have. um, Do you know what I mean? Uh, basically, Andrew's like, I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders, so I can just no, go back to being me. And it's just very emotional. Andrew's an amazing dude. But yeah, like, it just, I think he went for Harry too late. But if he'd gone sooner, Harry would have clocked it. It was just one of those things. So it's now time for the final vote um, another pouch vote for the last chance to banish Molly chooses to end the game because they've just found a traitor and she thinks that the people that she's playing with who remain Jazz and Harry are honest Harry also votes to end the game of course he would he trusts Molly and Jazz <laughs> but Jazz votes to banish oh, again I was like come on oh, let's go God. he says let's the only person go. that he's confident yeah, I was like, like this on. is our World Cup final. Like this, yeah. I was like, this is like this is football level. This is what I've imagined it feels to watch your team <laughs> in a final. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, he says he, sorry, so Jazz votes to banish and he says the only person he is confident to stand beside is Molly and he's really confused about why Andrew just mentioned Harry. So I'm like, right, okay, maybe this is not going to go the way we think it's going to go. Harry explains that himself and Andrew actually had a convo earlier and he's like, listen, we actually agreed to go for you, Jazz. So I think Andrew just did that out of spite and he's just annoyed Um, and they all go to vote again. So... We do see here for the first time in the whole series that we can see what Molly's writing and we see that she is writing the letter H. It was the best on television. I thought there was going to be a noise complaint from next door. I honestly thought they were going to call the guards. Like me and my housemate roared. I thought glass was going to shatter. Someone who emailed in did get a did get a noise complaint or like a, a like a safety complaint because they were screaming that much. So that did happen. But I honestly think I don't know how you beat that that moment in television when oh. she stood there and it was all on her shoulders. A twenty one year old girl who was besotted, I think, with this guy, yeah. and she just couldn't see the truth yeah like, it's just brilliant she trusted her her heart and not her head do you know yeah. that way it was like she probably so was saying hang on now why would andrew who's a traitor vote for harry and after what jazz said but she couldn't bring herself yeah. to do it she mouths to harry you know it's not you and harry says it's not me so oh, they gosh. then locked their names in my heart was racing like molly's crying Julia, honestly it was and she's like can i change my vote oh. and i was like I was like, oh my god! Like she wants to change it. Like, did she go for Harry? Did she yeah, go for Jazz? What's going on? So we, we didn't know which way she'd changed. I was like, is she changing for? Is, is she changing from Jazz or Harry? It was oh my god, it was unbelievable. But she would have gone for and, Harry, and like, there's only three of them, and like, they would have been able to see that she's writing like a name that's double mm. the length of the word Jazz. So I think Harry was there with the eye manipulation, being like, no, no, you have it wrong. Like, they yeah. need to be blindfolded, honestly, or they need to be in a box. Like when we go and do a referendum, and you're in a little queue because no one can see what you're writing. I agree. That would be my feedback. Hannah, I totally agree. Girl I, was manipulated. I totally agree. I think they need that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank because you. Okay. Because when she made to him, that changed it. Like that actually is what made her change her mind when he's like, it's yeah. not me. And she also so they need she's like, can eyes. I change my vote? Yeah. So she's like, can I change my vote? And Claudia's like, they're locked in, but only until everyone is happy. I thought that it might have been too late for them to change it. I also thought there was no conferring during round tables. Like they've never, no one's ever had a conversation around a round table before. No. I guess Andrew it's not really a round table, it's different because it's the fire pit. Yeah. I don't know. Ceremonial pouch, fire yeah, pit. But I also, completely different. I know. It threw me because it was still I... in the, the, the room. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. I also felt here that Jazz could have said, why would I go again if I was a if I was a traitor? But the, Molly Fair clearly point. just didn't think either of them was a traitor. And she just was like, well, I just want it to be Jazz gone because me and Harry are definitely faithful. So that's grand. So, um, yeah, basically, she's like, right, can I can I change my vote? And Claudia lets her. So she scribbles something out. She's like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And Harry says, listen, I don't believe either uh, Molly or Jazz are traitors, but I have voted for Jazz. Jazz then says that he thinks Harry should be banished. And now it's time to find out Molly's result. She Gosh. says she didn't want to make this vote, but she has gone with her past suspicions over Jazz. Jazz then reveals that he is a faithful. He says it's a very difficult pill to swallow, but he has trusted his gut the whole time and he's done his family proud, which he absolutely has. And then it is just Harry and Molly, the last two surviving players out of 22 people on the Traitors and the two youngest players on the show. Yeah, Claudia amazing. says if they are both faithful, they will have to share the 95k prize fund. And if one of them is a traitor, then they take it all. And Molly reveals then that she is a faithful and it's then Harry's turn. He says, I am and have since the start been a traitor. (sighs) Molly gasps in disbelief and betrayal. She says, oh my fucking God. She walks straight out of the room. She can't even look at him. And she later cries to the camera saying that she did write Harry's name first and she changed it. She says, you know what though? He played an excellent game. Fair play to him. Claudia then turns to Harry and says you did it you played the game of your life Harry explains that Molly is the reason why he's still there and he will try his hardest to gain back her trust Claudia congratulates Harry gives him a big hug she says you've played an extraordinary game you're 22 years old you beat everyone the two of them then leave the round table room which I would imagine was very smoky (laughs) they grab a glass of champagne 
and they have a cheers outside the castle. Harry says that his family know that he's a good guy and there is motivation and he cannot wait to tell them that he's won. He shouts, I'm the best traitor in the world. <laughs> and then he's joking, being like, I hope Molly didn't hear that. <laughs> and the curtains fall and the credits roll on season two of The Traitors UK. Thank you, Studio Lambert. Thank you to the BBC. Thank you to the 22 excellent players. And thank you, Claudia. Oh my God, what a gift this series has been in January. So, so good. Reb, what an incredible recap of the final episode. And Jesus Christ, just what a fucking, what an incredible 70 minutes of television. Yeah, like, thank you, un- Rebecca. Guys, it was so good. Unbelievable. We're, ju- we're just reeling. It was um, okay. so good. Uh, Hannah's going to have your thoughts and theories in just a moment. But first, uh, let's, let's share ours. What did you make of that final episode? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Guys, it was absolutely unbelievable, but did you find that there was a little bit of sadness at the end when it was just Harry on his own? Like, there was such a... It was such a strange moment compared to season one when everyone's having the, all these celebrations yeah it's literally just harry and claudia and the silence of the cast i just it was mad it was mad and like that's what you get in life when you're a traitor and your deception you end up alone yeah he did what go on no i was about to totally agree and jump in and say this there was no fireworks there's no fanfare it was just kind of a really depressing ending and it's like, yeah, okay, you got the 95,000 but you're all alone, Pep, because you had to fuck everyone over to get there and I think yeah. that was a, like, production decision yeah. and you kind of are yeah. finished and you're like, oh my God, do I just go to bed now? Life is so depressing. <laughs> like, it was amazing. It was Jesus. Yeah. He I also really did like... what every single one of those 22 people went there to do. Everyone went there to do the same That's thing. It. Yeah. That's it. Um, the game. Harry deserved it and played the most excellent game. Like he, he deserved to win that. He played them all like fiddles throughout. He strategized. He was two steps ahead. Yeah. The shield thing that he did was genius. Like he mm. was he's one of the it best was. players we've seen on TV. I think he'll go down in history as being one of the best traders ever. Of course he will. Yeah. But, I think it would have yeah. been a really different vibe if Jazz had managed to flip it and claim it. It would have it would have had a different energy to that win. Guys, I would have had to get up off the couch and just go on a night out, I think. I wouldn't have been able. Like, how do you calm down after that? I slumped off to bed last night, but if they, if they had turned it around, I would have had to go out. Um, can I just say, I think Jack, or Harry is so young to have won that much money. I think his confidence is going to go through the roof. Um, I think Molly, it was a good age for her to learn that lesson. Um, a yeah, lot of people Jesus. on Twitter call Harry a fuckboy. Like, I don't think that was the vibe, but the, it was it was a good time no. to learn that lesson for her. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. When there was still, say, like, you know, the way there could be five people, four or five people left in the final. And, you know, if say if they agreed to end the game. Now, tell me if I'm wrong here. 95,000 euro is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But between five people, mm. I just felt like maybe there wasn't enough jeopardy. You're not... It's. I don't know if it's enough money for five people to collectively agree that they're all in it together and that they'll split it. I don't. Do, do you know what I mean? 100%. It's still a lot of money, and it's a oh, lot of money for one person or two people. But but yeah, and it's, it's a bit it like with be a, a, 
a bit, a bit like with the seven grand that you were saying yesterday in the the final episode. I just don't know if it's enough to to give that like, oh, will they or won't they? Because there's two things that are going to come up in our thoughts and theories that we may as well talk about now. But a lot of people are saying that Molly should have known that Harry was a traitor because otherwise Jazz wouldn't have chosen to banish again because it's too risky. Mm. But I'm like, technically, he could have chosen to banish again to get that prize pot down for two people do you get me like to take a third person out and to win more money so he actually could have obviously it's incredibly risky but he could have made that decision um and then there's a lot of other people saying that got murdered so how the hell was there any consideration consideration also from me uh that there could (laughs) that there could only be faithfuls left because obviously there had to be a traitor in the mist because who the hell murdered zach went over mon head um but i thought two very good points that came up a lot (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, that's a very good point um i think that harry in the end with the set the moment he won it was when he didn't react to andrew and when he calmly said to jazz paul was doing that to everyone he Mm. wasn't like he was like, no, I don't think I had that conversation. He's like, oh, maybe I did. Like, Paul was doing that to everyone. He yeah. just, Harry just didn't fall the vinyl hurdle. He was absolutely amazing. Really interesting after what you said the other day, Reb, uh, about the song that they are made to listen to every day. So there's the song, is it from The Hunger Games? There's a theme song? Yeah. yeah, The yeah, Hanging Tree? The Hanging yes. Tree from The Hunger Games. Apparently, they all listen to that before every round table throughout the series. And then oh, they use that they in the They played it in the show. Episode. Yeah, they make yeah. them listen to it before every round table. Yeah. Oh, that's insane. Um, Jazz missed one big thing in his sort of like final attempt to capture Harry, which was to say, and he made this a couple of episodes ago, the only place that Paul and Harry could have had that conversation is in the turret. And that yeah. was the the big part of the clue that I think if he served that to Harry, I don't know how Harry would have wriggled out of it. But yesterday I was very team Andrew and the blondes. And then I was very team Jazz and Tab. But the fact that Harry was able to do that to Molly, I think, yeah, you deserve the money. Like, if, if you can do that, then yeah, you get the 100 grand. Yeah, oh my God, poor Molly, like Jesus. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's she just yeah. trusted her pal. That's it's it. Like, she just trusted her friend. Yeah. It's like Harry and Jazz were both the perfect players on the opposite sides and unfortunately Jazz just lost out. Yeah, there's an alternate reality where where the Jazz plea works and the the faithful win. Okay, guys, well, we go to some thoughts and theories. Um, um, loads of voice notes and this is the first kind of big season that we've done voice notes for and it's been so much fun so thank you everyone for sending them in shrinepodcast.com and first up is Hannah. She uh, just says, long live Harry the traitor. Guys, I can literally, so it's twenty two twenty nine when I'm sending this. The adrenaline is still pumping through my body. I cannot cope. My parents and my brother have just left. I had them around for tea. We watched it together. Me, like, from behind my jumper with, like, a pillow in my mouth to stop me from screaming because, oh, my God, that last 10 minutes, she wrote his name out. She fully wrote the H and she wrote the H and we were all screaming and I was just like oh my god and then she was looking at him and she was like it's not it's not is it and he was like no I'm not and the drama of it all, like oh god I'm that meme of that Pam from Gavin and Stacey she's like the drama I love it like I just love it it was so good and I absolutely cannot wait to hear what everybody else has thought about it and your guys's take on it thank you so 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 much for the past four weeks has it been like appreciate you guys working overtime to bring us your podcast i love the podcast and i can't wait to see what you do next oh my god long live harry the traitor i mean we just can't argue with it guys Man's gonna have a huge tv career he'll win i'm a celeb next year like the challenges oh, he so also right. deserves the money for the amount of work he put into those challenges too yeah, you're absolutely. so right. And sorry, he's also in a power couple because I went uh, on a sneaky little Instagram hunt this morning, and the girlfriend is a CBBC host. So like, watch out. Yeah, she she's Connor Maynard. You know the singer. She's Connor Maynard's sister because he tweeted one of the days, being like, "God, when you start to be like, wow, Harry's amazing on the traitors, but he's going out with my younger sister." <laughs> sorry, I'm so glad you told me that because I seen Harry on a private jet with Connor Maynard, and I was like, "Sorry, how much money did he win?" So I'm really glad they cleared that up, Reb. Okay, uh, Jenny and Manny, Manny, more of you wonder why Jazz would have called for another vote if he was a traitor. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for covering the traitors. I absolutely love listening to your recaps and the pods. I just have one thing to say. 
Why the fuck would Jazz have called for another vote if he was a traitor? Like, what was she thinking? Got it for her. Absolutely got it for her. And Harry, nah, wish he hadn't won. Now, I think I cleared yeah, that up. I get... Yeah, I think so. Like, what? it's exactly what you said, though. Maybe he just wanted to get the prize money... Up, I know. The people down and the money up. But, like, Molly just so didn't risky. trust Jazz. It, Molly just didn't yeah, trust she Jazz. She was like, oh, I just want to be me and Harry. Like, I don't really trust Jazz. So if I'm a bit dead, like, she didn't know what to do. I, I wish that they weren't allowed to change their vote. That's the bit that I'm like, but it wasn't to be. Or interact yeah, and- with each other around the fire pit. That shouldn't be allowed. Oh. I've decided that they need to wear hairbands next year with wigs on them so that the wigs come down oh, over yeah. their eyes when they're, when they're doing the slate and that they, they can't was, make eye contact with anyone. Thank you. I was about to suggest blinkers that you put on a horse, but no, a fringe is so much better. I would like to be fringe. So table. did you ever see when a horse, a horse has blinkers on so that it doesn't get distracted, so that it takes off its peripheral vision? You'll, oh you'll know that when you see them. So you put blinkers on a horse, a horse and they only... Can... I'm looking now. Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. So it's they only look for very glamorous ahead. horses. So they should put oh, blinkers yeah. and a fringe on on everyone in the traitors. Oh my God, I thought that that was always just an accessory. <laughs> an accessory. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest though, some of the really glamorous horses do have accessories. Like they've stunning ponytails and stuff and the blinkers are a bit like bejeweled. But um, no, it does serve. A bejazzled <laughs> blinker. I, I thought look, it was like, you know, just really serving a look. Nay, to queen. stop them from I looking just... left and right. <laughs> Sorry, did you say nay, queen? <laughs> nay, queen. Nay, queen. Well done. <laughs> Faith is agreeing with you, Reb, and she's sort of talking about the loneliness of the ending and just Harry on his own in the castle with uh, no fireworks, no fanfare. Wow. I am just about over it. It's half past 11. What an amazing show. This is the first time I've seen The Traitors, so I wasn't sure what you were talking about when you were mentioning these pouches throughout the other episodes, and I was a bit worried about them for some reason. I thought, this sounds awful, but I just loved them. Absolutely amazing. The other thing I thought was the ending was just super weird. Um, Maybe that was deliberate, but the sort of the loneliness of it, um, no fireworks, no sort of celebrations, no nothing, just him on his own, but I guess that's the point. But what I found was really chilling was when he said, um, I hope Molly doesn't hear that, and then the camera pans up to this turret in the sky, and I thought, oh, my goodness, is Molly going to, like, throw herself off this or something? I just thought that was really um, insensitive editing, or maybe it was just the emotional state that I was in, the heightened emotions of this whole thing has just made me kind of, like, on edge. So, yeah, that was my thought there, but love the podcast, and I can't wait to hear what you say about it tomorrow. It's like, it just felt a bit like, oh, like, I don't know. It just felt a bit flat, like, not flat, but yeah, yeah like, it's, it's not, I don't think that actually, I'd be like, oh, God. Yeah, I don't think I kind of uh, tuned into that until you said it there. But yeah, it's obviously a very conscious thing to not have fireworks over the, over the castle or whatever. Yeah, it's a big winning moment. But they're, I, I guess they're trying so. to show that juxtaposition of like, like you win in one way, but you don't win in another. Oh yeah, the weather, yeah. but also I like to think the someone was in the background being like, oh, oh, it's a traitor win, it's a traitor win, Paul and the fireworks stand yeah. down. Hold fireworks, hold, hold fireworks. fireworks. <laughs> hold fireworks, hold confetti. <laughs> me, like it's literally the best show on television and me like reducing the production value to literally nothing. Um, Okay, and then finally oh, on your in a notes, cave on a helicopter, like... But they were in a cave on a helicopter, like on a pirate ship and the high production full on Super Bowl performance. And then there's not even a streamer in there. Were there fireworks when the faithful won last year? We seem to be talking a lot about fireworks. So I feel like there's a collective memory of fireworks, but I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I think they were all just like, woo. No, they walked up the stairs and Meryl said, fuck. And Claudia was like, stop swearing. We're trying to get the final shot. And like, that was it. (laughs) Maybe no fireworks. Maybe we're all just thinking about the colour of the ceremonial pouch and we've just become distracted. Um, okay, your final voice note, Lizzie. Which I've now learned is a gradient, I'm horrified. <laughs> Lizzie uh, thinks we should all apply to go on the show because Paul came from the podcasting world. But excuse me, listen to this. She thinks Reb would make the best trader out of all of us. Hi guys, it's me, Lizzie. Long-time podcast lover, original uh, Line of Duty influencer. Just kidding. I just popped in to say two things. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for the last month of podcast. Honestly, watching Traitors and listening to you guys try and dissect, and I mean that lovingly, um, has just been such a wonderful way to start the year in the gloomiest month. So I just want you to know you've given so many people so much joy. And secondly, 
I genuinely think one of you should apply, well, all of you should apply to go on Traders next year because Paul Gorton obviously started off by saying it on a podcast and then manifested it. Um, and if it was uh, down to me, I think, now don't take any offence, guys, but I think Rebecca would actually be the best traitor um, because I think she is so charming uh, and super smart. I mean, you all are. Oh, my God, I put my foot in it. Love you, long time. Missed you. Come back soon, please. Bye. Sorry, meeting a bottle of partner spotted out. Sorry, thank you so much, Lizzie. But I would not be a good trader. I really wouldn't. I would choke like I just did. I would choke at the table. I would be like, with a cross on. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't all know. I know is that out of the three of us, I don't think I would be the best faithful. It's between both of you. I could make it to the end, but see as soon as I start the stop stories and I have to go for one specific person, I think I'd crumble. It just I, gets guys. so open when there's so few people left at the end. I'd be Andrew. I'd be like voting. I'd be like, well, fuck <laughs> you. You're a traitor, you little bitch. <laughs> I'd still be stuck on a rock. Yeah, same. I'd still be sitting on the edge. All the money wasted. Like the fucking, the storms come in to see the ships in parts. Yeah, I would have ruined the whole last episode. Okay, and uh, just special shout out to Lena, who did get a welfare text from her neighbour for screaming so much during the final episode. Um, You and Brendan both pet. Um, okay, quickly oh on God, your... Tw- she like, are you okay? Are you, are you being assaulted in your own home? Literally, she Jesus. was in an apartment and I think she was like, everything okay, pad upstairs. Like, I, I just wanted to check in and Lena's like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just up here locked on the fizzy rosé watching the final of The Traders. <laughs> <laughs> she had a ball. Um, oh, and can I just say shout out to my friend Maggie who bought me a non-alcoholic bottle of rosé yesterday just to watch the final. How cute oh, is that? Oh, go on, Maggie. Sorry, Maggie's such a legend. That's so nice. How was it? Did it taste nice? It's nice. Yeah. No, it's no whispering oh, angel, okay. but it's lovely. Okay. Won't tell you. Sorry, guys. Can I say you one thing yesterday? Yeah. I went to my local supermarket on the way home yesterday from work and I was going to get myself a bottle of fizzy rosé and they actually didn't have any fizzy rosé <gasps> but they had a brand and sorry this is me giving a plug but they, okay, obviously we love whispering angel like I always I have I'm basic yeah, I yeah, just yeah. am like absolutely obsessed with it. but there is a brand called Screaming Devil. Screaming Devil, and apparently it's nicer than Whispering Angel. Sorry. I I don't rate Whispering Angel at all. I don't. I just don't personally like the flavor. But I've heard Screaming Devil's amazing. And... Also, better again. No, I don't like uh, Whispering Angel. Minuti is delicious. Was that, was that day on the beach a lie? I I enjoyed it. I just don't. I don't love it. Subsequently, I've had it since the beach day, and I and I don't like it. Yeah. Oh no, I do like it's like water. It's a uh, what you call it, lady petrol. Oh, Try yeah. minuti. That's like water. I will. Mm. We'll do that this summer. Anyway, sorry, Hannah. Back to the tears. <laughs> after May, please. After May, I will be there. Of course. Okay. Um, back to your tweets. Tons, tons, tons of them. Thank you so much. You're the funniest people. Uh, Rachel said, just so so good. Absolutely on the edge of my seat for the last twenty minutes. Good for jazz. Too little, too late. Heartbroken for Molly. What a tough choice she had. And fair play to Harry. What a game. Dad said, my heart breaks for Molly. To think you were going to split the prize pot with the one person you trusted 100% all throughout the process. And then to have that trust shattered to bits. She was really just too trusting for this game. And I wish her all the best going forward. Now, is that not what Gwen Paltrow said to that man at the end of that ski um at the end of that ski court case, I wish you all the best. Yeah, I wish you the best. <laughs> well, Daz wishes Molly the best. Um, Sassy says, oh my God, I was screaming at the TV. If Jazz was a traitor, he would have ended the game. I was so happy when I saw the H, but then she changed it. And it's that moment. It's that turning Lads. point we'll talk about for decades. I, I don't know if we're going to beat that moment of television in 2024, seeing the H on the chalkboard. I don't no. know if it's going to, I don't know if it'll be beaten for me. How could you? Um, okay, Glenn says, Molly's heart took over and Harry played on that. She realised Jazz wanted to keep playing because he was faithful, but that one look from Hazza, bring in the fringes, had uh, all her logic out to the window and that's why we keep our hearts closed. God, Glenn, I hope you're all right, Pet. Email us Glenn in if you Pet. need to talk. Oh, Aww. Saturday morning. Um, okay. bitch. <laughs> Chris said, Molly doesn't think Jazz is a traitor, but he thinks, Molly doesn't think Jazz is a traitor, but she thinks Harry is. What? They've spent all series making logical decisions that were completely wrong. And under the pressure of that moment, she prioritized the bond they had developed. And that's it. If you go on the show, you have to remove all human emotion and connection Mm. and just look at the logic. And that's where they fall down every single time. We need a cold hearted 
bitch to go in next season and win the whole thing. Uh, Wayne is baffled by all the praise for Jazz. Excuse me. His big reveal at the round table was a damp squib. And then he voted for Andrew. In the end, Harry played the game perfectly and deserved to win. Love the series and the pod. Right. I did feel that round table before the the fire pit uh, was a bit underwhelming for me. I, d- I didn't I, I didn't get the feels from it now to be honest. Yeah, but I think he's well, underappreciating Jazz now. Yeah, yeah. No, Jazz oh, also, plays an amazing game. He did, guys. I watched um, Derobed Uncloaked last <laughs> night um, after the D-robed. final because I was like, I can't go to bed after that. Do you know what I mean? Oh god, yeah. so I watched it all. We need to do a spin-off called Derobed. Honestly, like we have yeah, bonus we? episodes next series that we do called Derobed. Yeah, will we? Yeah, <laughs> and we'll, we'll do merch. We'll do merch. We'll do um, dressing gowns with treasure question mark on the back of our of our robes. Oh great, we can get another legal letter. Don't give anyone any ideas. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I'd be obsessed. We anyway, haven't been sued in um, five years. I was watching that. I know, I was watching that last night and like they were all on it, the final five. Um, and yeah, they were all saying they were absolutely wrecked at the round table. Oh, oh, were they all on it? How were Molly and Harry on it? So I did then, I think it was over. So what they did was they had Molly, Jazz, um, Andrew and Evie on, right? And then Harry came on afterwards. Oh. But I think her and Harry are still they're talking now. Okay, she did great. say that. But they didn't Good. do a conversation between the two of them. Gotcha. I think that might be saved for the full audio podcast rather than the show. Because yeah, and Gamble was like, well, listen to the whole podcast. BBC Breakfast this mm-hmm. morning as well, the two of them standing outside. Uh, I mean the very building we were in, uh taking photos. Um okay. This day that... last year. Oh my god, was it this day last year, guys? This day last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's very cute. We had so much fun. I can't believe that's been a year. My goodness. Um. All right. To the rest of the tweets. Jack says, Jazz's strength, not trusting anyone and thinking about everything more logically was also his weakness. And uh, he didn't have any alliances when it mattered. Good point. Jilly, seriously wanted Jazz to win. Molly should have known. He would have voted for another banishment if he was a traitor. So many people saying that. But I, I do think there's some slight logic in that, in, in disagreeing with that. Um, Lanky last love yeah, you. Yeah, he could says, have been trying to feck Harry out to get more money. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. He could have been like, "Here, I want more money." That's yeah. Mm. That's just that is a possibility. Um, Lanky last says, "Such a shame Molly didn't go with her first instinct. She knew that Jazz would only be continuing to vote if he was faithful." No. Um, so Harry was uh, the only safe vote. But look, maybe Molly took a really good lesson away, which is, "Girl, you've got a great gut. You've just got to trust her." Um, Catherine, amazing how Charlotte had persisted in getting the shield and the cabin task and got it instead of Harry. The whole outcome of the series would have changed. She caused absolute carnage and I totally agree. It was that shield move and the fact that nobody considered recruitment won him the show. Mm-hmm. 100%. He played a great game, but the, the, I mean, fate was on his side really as well. Yeah, yeah. And Aaron, uh, Aaron actually replied to that. Love that they could have also figured out at the end after Harry said he was a traitor that Harry must be one, since Andrew was one of the people that knew about his shield. Why would a traitor try and murder someone who knew he had a shield? Yeah, that was right there for them. But as you said, Brendan, they were exhausted and at that point so emotional. And I think it's it's that that really throws you. Um, guys, we got so many amazing emails in as well. Thank you all so much for just making this season uh just so. So fun it's the interactive part of this uh, podcast that we do that really makes it um so tessa has huge respect for all the people who put themselves out there to be on the show she was a sweating nervous wreck just watching the final round table and wanted jazz to win and get harry out in the end but so glad he at least had that chance to take aim. I think we all agree. Alex said he just wanted to quickly say he's been seeing lots of people on social media saying something along the lines of, but Molly, if Jazz is a traitor, he would have voted to banish again once Andrew was gone. But that's not what Molly thought. She didn't think either Harry or Jazz were traitors. But at that point, she had to banish someone. And I think that's a really great observation. And out of the two people she thought were faithful, she voted to save her friend. And I actually think that's exactly what happened. Um, Jack would love a bonus podcast from us where we talk about our best bits and favourite gameplay and biggest mistakes I mean we'll talk about that after the show we haven't considered it we will we will. derobed 2025 there you go yeah derobed um, and then Phil sent in some brilliant uh, brilliant thoughts this was a couple of weeks ago about how uh, the series could potentially be done differently so um, 
really really interesting right but first up make the traders actual traders so it seems from comments on social media and even from us that some people are ignoring the missions that the group take part on cough cough uh why not set it up so that each mission has a specific amount that can be added to the pot but whatever is missed is added to a separate pot for the traders that way traders oh, are potentially great idea. sabotaging missions love that yeah that's that adds a level of yeah 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 oh my yeah, gosh. yeah. Or like I Wait. said that they did in the Australian one where on a mission, Claudia will be off to the side and sneakily will like get like read by herself. Like, oh, um, if you want to like, I don't know, see your loved one, uh, you can have a hug with them right now, but it's going to cost 10 grand and no one will know about it. Something, add a little something like that in it. Yes, I love that so much. They could use oh my, my dog and they would get all the money from me. Yeah, um, Suso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my Take God, Suso, who's the regular star of this podcast, uh, against my will. Um, no traders to start with. Instead of Claudia touching the shoulders of those that will become traders at the first round table, why not wait until the second or third date but not tell the contestants? This would mean that no one would quote unquote give it away that they're a traitor from their reaction there could be still a banishment on the first night but no murder until the traitors are later appointed by a letter in a similar way to those who are murdered and the final excellent point for the production team that Phil has don't reveal who the traitors are straight away although it's a big part of the show um, why not delay this until the second or third week so that the TV audience also don't know who the traders are and can work it out before they are revealed. I That's very interesting. I loved that they did a little bit of that with us this year in the first episode. So what did we... We had to guess something Diane this and Ross. year. Diane and Ross. And there was something else. So there was, she, there was another traitor to be appointed and we were like trying to guess who they were going to... Uh, who they were going to recruit. Was that how it worked? There was something in the first episode where we we didn't see what was going on. We were like, oh, what's happening? And I loved that element. Yeah. And I it think... would be cool if there was someone that we didn't know about the whole series, but I just don't know how that would actually yeah, logistically work, work. You know, yeah. I don't know how it would work. Even for an episode, yeah. I, but anyway, they're all amazing ideas to yeah. spice things up. Thank you so much for your thoughts and your theories and for listening to us uh, shite on for the last four weeks. Before we go... A little announcement. We are not taking another nine-month hiatus like we did post-Happy Valley. We will be back very, very, very soon covering Trigger Point Season 2. It's going to be on ITV this Sunday night at nine. uh, And we will be podcasting weekly. So we will have a a weekly podcast in your ears. First thing every Wednesday morning. It's like old line of duty days. It is one a week, guys. OMG. The dream. So yeah, Trigger Point's going to be on ITV 9pm every Sunday for the next six weeks and we'll be in your ears every Wednesday for the next six weeks. First thing in the morning so you can listen to us on your commute. Isn't that lovely? How thrilling, guys. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to this series and for all of your incredible thoughts and theories. Like, we've had an absolute ball, haven't we? We have had... A uh, ball. I've loved ball. it. And I, I'm going to, I'm rewatching the final episode this weekend, 100%. That H moment, I don't think I'll ever get over it. I really, really don't. Um, Thanks for listening. Please uh, like, subscribe, follow, adhere to. Please leave us five star reviews and comments wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on all socials. We're at Shrine Pod. We'd love to hear from you for Trigger Point if you're going to watch along with us. Uh, please send us your voice notes, shrinepodcast.com on the website. Uh, you can email us, shrinepod at gmail.com. Uh, that is it for the Traitor Season 2. Wow. Fingers crossed. Uh, Claude, fingers crossed the reason Claude has quit her Radio 2 show is because we're going to get more than one season a year going forward. We we hope for that and we will be covering it. Um, in the meantime, guys, stay faithful. Oh, guys, I'm really well going to Stunning. <laughs>